Listening to the song Dead Spaces off my favorite band Strung Out's 2008 album Agents of the Underground. This song's about living in an empty house after a divorce. I figured this would be the perfect song to kick off today's episode. Let's start here. What happened over the past week since my last podcast? Well, we've had the largest turnout for an election ever, so that's pretty cool. If anyone's interested, I did a little research. It looks like Biden will be winning the ED40 section of northern Alaska. 2% of all the votes are in right now, but he does lead 45 votes to 25. I'm going to call that region for the Associated Press, so there's no reason uh, for them to have to worry about that anymore. Now, on the flip side, it does look like Trump won the Wentworth, New Hampshire area, by a landslide, 13 votes to 4, and they're 90% in roughly. So uh, yeah, I don't know how 100% of the votes in Wentworth, New Hampshire aren't in yet, but according to CNN, only about 90% of them are in. So uh, there you go. That's your uh, local local voting update. The weather in Wisconsin is absolutely amazing right now. Without a doubt, we got highs in the upper 60s, maybe 70s through Sunday, so that's pretty rad. I suggest getting your Christmas lights put up while the weather's warm. Saw my neighbor doing it about three weeks ago, so he's a little ahead of the curve. However, he did promise me he wasn't going to turn them on until closer to Christmas. Uh, Let's see, what else, what else? Well, my three-part series about internet dating has hit new high marks. Episode 8 has 81 plays. Episode 9, which just to give you a reminder, is part 1 of Storytime with J-Lo, has now overtaken the new lead with 84 plays. And that's a record. It's a record, folks. 84 plays. Episode 10, which was recorded a week and a half ago, that's already up to 46 plays. Wow! Wow! That's all I can say. Wow. Thank you all to my old and new listeners, everybody out there that tunes in whenever I throw up a new podcast. Um, Well, I'm not going to lie. Even if I only had two people listening, I would probably still be doing this. (laughs) But it makes it more enjoyable when I have a lot of listeners. So thank you very much. 
Okay, enough funny business for a while. Let's get down and dirty with today's episode 11 of DK's Amped Podcast. I titled this one, as for all the listeners that have listened to episode 10, you all kind of know what it's going to be about, but I titled this episode, Stuff in My House. Yeah, the whole idea came because over the past few months, I've been opening drawers, closets, etc., and found a whole bunch of stuff that I keep saying, where the hell did this come from? How long have I had that? I figured it would make an interesting episode. You know, it's kind of like the 1986 two-hour live special where Geraldo Rivera opened up Al Capone's vault for the first time in years, only to find dirt and empty booze bottles. Yeah. Now, we may find that today when I open up boxes or drawers for the first time in years. I don't know. I'm just going to take you on this mysterious journey with me. I have my trusty sidekick, Murphy, with me, who will probably get into uh, some trouble. So I may have to uh, wrestle her for a glove or something like that that she might find and want to think it's a toy. So uh, she's going to help me out today. Here's a few disclaimers. You'll see that I'm not doing this episode to brag about what I have in my house. So please don't take it that way. This is only for entertainment purposes, folks. Um, if you also, if you also uh, hear me say something that might be for sale or that you might like, hit me up at ampedmobiledjservice at gmail.com. It just might be for sale. However, just a note, my sister Sherry does have first dibs on things for sale, according to that conversation, which happened last Friday. Oh, uh, let's get cracking. All right, so let's go to the basement. So we're going to take a little trek down to past, I should say down past, the uh, DK's Amped Podcast Sound Lounge. Murphy's leading the way. And we're going to go dig through some boxes. Yes, there's nothing more fun than digging through old boxes of stuff that is uh, in my basement. So you might hear some background noises. That's okay. I'm going to kind of set my my microphone down along with my laptop, which is doing all the recording. And we're going to see what we can get into here. Murphy's uh, helping out. Oh, let's see. I have a giant raggedy, it looks like a raggedy Ann and Andy doll, which I'm going to set off to the side. I'm going to put that right next to my big 27-inch full tube TV that I do need to take to the recycling center at some point. And I see pictures. Okay, I see a bunch of albums. We're not going to worry about those so much because I want to get into some of this good stuff. Some of this good stuff that I know I have there. Oh, here we go. This one looks interesting and promising. What do we have here? We have VHS tapes. Step by step. Oh, looks like a uh, aerobics tape from Bollinger Fitness Products. Yes, we have abs of steel, total body workout, dance steps, yoga zone. Well, by the way, which I have uh, watched that one before. We have some movies, again, all in VHS. I have Mortal Kombat. I, <laughs> I also have three movies on one VHS tape. Three awesome movies. Let me, let me rephrase. The Burbs, 
is the first one up on that, which is one of my all-time favorites. Who's Harry Crumb, which I have no... I, I probably watched it. I can't tell you what happens, though. And Turner and Hooch. That's a classic. Man, I'm going to have some movies to watch. I have Super Bowl 31. Yes, I have Super Bowl 31 recorded. Oh, what, what's this? This is The Dragon and the Cobra. That sounds like a really good kung fu movie. The Brady Bunch movie. Classic. And Dumb and Dumber. I also have a few uh, vinyls. The Looney Tunes. And, oh, one of the most influential albums of all time for me. Merry, Merry Christmas to Captain Kangaroo's Christmas. Man, that's good stuff. Good stuff so far. All right. By the way, none of that is for sale. Oh, gosh. I want to... There's a box of stuff here that I know I want. I have a, a whole container full of snowboard magazines. None of those are for sale either because I'm going to keep those. Oh, here we go. This seems fun. I have a box full of orthopedics. I have my old ACL brace. I have an uh, ankle boot. Um, I have two other knee braces that I've had from surgeries. Yeah, I have a box of... Halloween costumes, which I dug in earlier this year in order to um, in order to create a nice Halloween costume. That was Friday of last week. Oh gosh, here we go. This is the box I think I'm looking for. This has some good stuff in it. Here we go. I have I have a Dukes of Hazard lunchbox because I watched the shit out of Dukes of Hazzard when I was younger. I also have a G.I. Joe lunchbox. Yes. Both are empty though. There used to be something inside. I'm just thankful that there's no food inside that is uh, ages old. Oh, let's see here. What's this? What's this? We have a box of... Oh! <clears throat> In here... I have the Rubik's Cube that I could never solve, so what I did is I faked it. I took all the stickers off and rearranged the stickers so that all the colors were perfect, as if I solved the Rubik's Cube. Yep. In the same box, I also have old miniature hurdle tractors, farm implements. I also have a, uh, oh wow, look at this. I have a Lone Ranger action figure. That's pretty rad. I have, let's see. Oh, I have a Transformer. Wow. I think this is part of the, oh gosh, I, don't, I wish I remembered the name. But you can transform this and actually recreate it into a giant robot, which is pretty neat. Um, yeah, just random stuff in there. That. That's kind of neat. All right, that takes me back. Takes me back to my childhood. Oh, let's see what's in here. Nothing. It's a empty CD case. Here we go. Here we go. All right. First item up for sale. I have these really old Little Miss and Mr. books. Let's uh, <laughs> let's open up the Mr. Tickle book and see what Mr. Tickle has to say. It was a warm, sunny morning. In his small house at the other end of the woods, Mr. Tickle was asleep. You didn't know that there was such a thing as a tickle, did you? 
Well, there is. Tickles are small and round, and they have arms that stretch and stretch and stretch. Extraordinarily long arms. Mr. Tickle was fast asleep. He was having a dream. It must have been a very funny dream because it made him LOL. No, it doesn't say LOL, but it says laugh out loud. And that woke him up. He sat up in bed, stretched his extraordinarily long arms, and yawned an enormous yawn. Mr. Tickle felt hungry. So do you know what he did? I'm going to leave that as a mystery. And I'm going to stop reading. You're just going to have to buy the book from me to hear the rest of the story. You know, screw that. Maybe I'll make a whole episode on reading these books to you. Yeah. Never know. Anything's a possibility. Oh, here we go. I have a giant, well, an ice cream pail. Whoa, this ice cream pail is pretty sweet, though, because this has all the Packers' signatures on this Blue Bunny ice cream pail. Like Mark Lewis, number 89. Oh, gosh, I have no idea what year this is. It's got to be in one of the 8 and 8 1980s years, though. Yes, it's a ice, Green Bay Packer ice cream pail full of Legos, anyways, full of Legos and along with some instructions on how to create cool, cool stuff. Oh, let's see here. Glass. Oh, what would that be? Nothing, nothing. What's this? I have a picture, framed picture of what looks to be a drawn house with some squigglies on it. Anyways, I have no idea. No idea where that came from. That's kind of interesting. All right, moving on. Uh, let's see. I bet there's some good stuff over here. Let's see. Kind of moving some stuff out of the way. More snowboard magazines with some of my old yearbooks. Oh, here we go. This one looks really good. Ugh. Let's take a peek at what's in here, shall we? All right. We're going to cook with gas right now. Move my microphone a little closer to me. I have a February 1 to May 15th, I'm going to say 1995 consumer service audit for Len Schmidt Sporting Goods, which, help me out if that's still around, folks. It used to be in the um, Fox River Mall in Appleton. Yeah, I did a whole customer service audit on Len Schmidt. And I think the backstory with this is I was typing this all up on a computer back when we had the three and a half inch floppies. Not quite the old um, 12 inch floppies that we had when we started, but the three and a half inch harder floppies. And I was typing this up in the Fox Valley Tech library along with 15 other people that had to do something similar in my marketing class. From what I remember, um, there was one joker out of us 15 that were on the same power outlet and he kicked the power outlet. All our computers went brr. I don't think any of us saved. That's back when computers didn't automatically save as you were going along. And, uh, yeah, we all lost our stuff. So that was a solid two hours worth of typing that I had to redo. So, anyways, I'm pretty proud of this. That's probably why I kept it. Man, there's, 
32 pages of customer service audit right there. Yes, that is a fact. Oh, what's this? This is, what else did I save here? Oh, 2005 Jabra X-Jam men's border cross draw with the whole bracket of when I did that event over in Sugar, oh, what the heck was that? Sugar Bowl, California in Lake Tahoe. Did that in 2005. I think that was one of the first biggest snowboard contests I ever did. I always had a dream that I wanted to race X Games border cross. Never quite made it there. Um, looks like I did finish 28th in that event though, of quite a few people. So that was pretty rad. Oh, what's this? What's this? What's this? Looks like I did another paper on snowboarding and the history of it. So that's pretty cool. That has a lot of data to it. Oh, here we go. All of my letters from high school that I kept. CWC champs, regional champs. 1994, Colca. Yep, got a letter there for track. Got one for basketball. Yeah, I'm glad I kept all these. 92 CWC champs. Regional champs for track. I'll tell you what, Wild Rose has always had a great track program, including the early 90s. We were dominant. Dominant. I have an empty box. Looks like there was something in it. Probably something worth some money because it's a felt box. <gasps> Senior class wills from 1994. Oh, golly. This has some good stuff in it. Um, hey, if there's any class of 1994 Wild Rose High School listening to this, feel free to hit me up and let me know if you want me to read this at one of my podcasts. This could be a whole other podcast. If I can get enough of us to uh, approve me reading this, I'll be happy to go through the senior class wills. I don't know if anybody else in my class has that saved, but I sure do. Oh, oh, here we go. This is what I was hoping was in here because last episode I was bragging about all these ribbons that you used to get during um, when you were younger because everybody got a ribbon. Oh. Here's one from the 1991 Indian Track Relays Shuttle Hurdle Relay second. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Here's one in basketball. I was 19 years old, and apparently I placed second. What's this? Oh, 1986. I'm sorry. These are old. Softball throw. Whoa! So in 1996, to put the exact date on it, May 16th, 1996, the one memory I have from that time when I did the um, the elementary school Olympics, I remember getting really, really burned that day because I don't think in 86 they had sunscreen back then. Anyways, this is for the softball throw. I threw it 108 feet in 1986, and I placed second, probably to A-dubs because <laughs> he, he usually beat me in some of these events. 1987 high jump. Whoa, I jumped three feet, 10 inches, and I placed fifth. Here's a third place ribbon for softball throw in 1985, the year before, 97 feet. So, hey, there you go. I improved year over year. 
Third place for the 400 relay in a minute and 18 seconds in 85. Oh, let's see if there's some other good ones in here. Uh, looks like I have a fifth place ribbon for the 100 meters. Whoa, 16 flat. I might actually try to uh, time myself on a 100 meter dash and see if I can actually beat 16 seconds. No year on that, but apparently I took sixth place. Fourth place ribbon for basketball in 87. So that was pretty neat. Man, I got a lot of these ribbons yet. These are pretty rad. Oh, here we go. Third place ribbon to kind of follow along with that softball throw theme. I threw in 88, so a year after. I improved by 23 feet. 130 feet. The judge was Mrs. Sabrowski. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, let's see here. Anything else worthwhile in here? The shuttle run. I don't know if any of you remember the shuttle run, but you would, it was like a 10-yard sprint where you run, grab the shuttle, run back, put the shuttle down, run, grab the shuttle, run back. 10.47 seconds. That's some NFL shit right there. That was in 1986, and I placed, whoa, folks, I placed first place. What? That's pretty rad. All right, what else is in this random box? I have a Ghostbusters pin that says I'm Ghostbuster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mad Libs. Mad Libs. All right, let's see what I got in here. I bet there's some that are, are completed. Oh, I got to read one of these Mad Libs. Here's just a random one. It says home. See if I can. No, it doesn't look like. Yeah, here we go. Some people say home is where you hang your soup. <laughs> Others say home is where your tear duct is. <laughs> but for me, home is Route 1, Box 75B, Wild Rose, Wisconsin. That's where I live. <laughs> I can't even read that. That's where I live in something. I have a lovely wife named... Stacy and a fine son named Aaron. He has his mother's hair, but he has my class. <laughs> when I get through with the... Oh, I can't read that word either. Apparently, I lived in New London. I'd love to drive back to my home. Then I relax on the sofa and Rover, who is my faithful pet pack rat, brings me my pipe and nouns. <laughs> After that, my wife fixes me a, a green dinner. It's no wonder they say home is... Oh, I can't read that either. Anyways, classic Mad Libs. You know why you can't read them? Because I did them in pencil and it faded. Oh, I found more senior class pictures. Those are pretty rad. Oh, a lot of stuff in here. Let's see. I'm going to pull all this out. This is just a box of great, great stuff. Oh, wait. What's this, an award? All-Star Baseball Team B Team for Baseball 1988. Apparently, I was an all-star. That was pretty cool. Something tells me I was the pitcher. I think that was the year I hit a girl. And I didn't want to be pitcher anymore because I hit her by accident when she was at bat. Yeah, that wasn't cool. 
old business cards. I used to sell Gateway computers years ago at Convergis Corporation in Appleton, and Gateway wouldn't allow anybody in that in the company to have the same first name, so I chose the name Trey. So I was Trey Kolka. Yeah, pretty cool. I have some... Wow, why do I have this shit? I have two boxes full of full of uh, matches from barbecue in Breckenridge on 301 South Main Street. I don't know where the hell I got those from. Wow, wow, bunch of good stuff. I have a contemporary marketing research book from college. Yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, what? A Night Rider activity book. Yes. Night Rider activity books are fantastic. Oh, let's see. Here's some other random stuff. Um, let's see if there's anything good in here. I have snowboard specs from my second snowboard ever, my Kemper Phantom 162. Wow, these are all the specs from my snowboards back then before they actually gave it to you. That's pretty neat. Wild Rose Basketball 1992 Varsity. How tall was I back then? 1990, well, apparently I was 6'5 in 1992. My number was 44. I was a center. That was my junior year in high school. That's pretty cool. Yeah, tallest guy on the team. Actually, I think I was the tallest guy in the conference. I have 1994 State Basketball Championship book. That's pretty cool. Um, oh, that was Sam Oakey's senior year, too. Sam Oakey, we talked about him in the last episode. Castle was undefeated that year, and Sam Oakey led his team in every statistical category. Wow. I think that was the year after the big Division Four um, game between, uh, who was it? It was Cassville and Sam Oakey versus Anthony Peeper. Way up north. Oh, I can't remember the name of the high school, but that was one of the games for all time, man. That was all time. <gasps> here we go. Yes, another thing I was hoping I had in here. Quick stats from high school basketball. Yes, this is good stuff right here. All right, so let's see if I can figure. This was Wild Rose versus Wyoiga, so this game was early on. Um, looks like I was a junior... And I had two fouls. I had no points, no rebounds, no blocks, nothing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So these are all the stats. I must have conned Aaron Prill into giving me these. I also would um, told him to make sure he tracked my blocks because I always had a lot of blocks in every game. Here's another one with Wild Rose versus Watoma when we played at Watoma. I had two points. Yep. Man, that was, a, that was an offensive threat back then. An offensive threat. Oh, gosh. There's just so much stuff in here. Whoa, I have name tags. I have my Hardy's name tag that says Jaworhalo. I have my Hardy's name tag that says Darren. Yeah, I made names up even back then. I have my Mountain Bay sales associate that says Darren. That's pretty cool. I have uh, grade reports. Are these report cards? Transcripts? Let's see how I did. Um, spreadsheets at Fox Valley Tech. I got an A. Customer service management, a B. 
Um, database marketing, I got an A. Man, I was a whiz. I was a whiz back then. Found an old snowboard picture. Yeah. Oh, Topps sticker albums for football and baseball. Man, these are awesome. I also have another Hardy's name tag where I made up a name. I probably uh, had the the letter gun and just went crazy with it because this one is Antigone Panicato. That's my uh, my name. <laughs> made that up. Oh, other stuff. Parents' night pictures. It looks like mom just gave me a big box of stuff and said, "Here you go." All right. I'm bored in the basement. Let's go take a look elsewhere in this house. Because I know I have some cool stuff for all y'all. Let's see. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's go take a peek upstairs. Something tells me Murphy's really quiet. She wasn't helping very much. And I'm thinking that uh, she has something she should not have. And is probably terrorizing it right now. Probably a glove that's half eaten. That's her favorite thing. Let's see. She, yep, she found the other glove. Hey, you give me that back. No, it's not a toy. Hey, that's not a toy. You can't be chewing that glove. Not a toy. Give me that back. Come here. Hey, not a toy. Oh, man, you already... Oh, my own fault. She already ate the finger. The pointer finger off of that glove. That was one of my favorite gloves, too. Oh, well. Might have to get a new pair of those. So I made my way into the kitchen. Into the kitchen. Let's see what we got here. We're going to go underneath my coupon pile. And we're going to look in a drawer. And we see... I've been saving this drawer because... I just kind of wanted to see what I have in here without actually knowing. Oh! Yes! I have a Belgian waffle maker. I also have a butter dish that there's only one piece to it. So that's gonna go in the recycling. What's this? This looks like Lead Mean Fat Grilling Machine. Yes, it is a George Foreman grill. <laughs> so I have some burger meat I think I'm gonna use for that. That's pretty cool. Um, oh, this is actually a really cool idea. So anybody that's getting married, I got some playing cards from the last wedding I did with the picture of the bride and groom on it and the date of the wedding. So now I have playing cards with their picture on it, which is pretty cool. Um, I have some D batteries, which I know I had because I'm the one that purchased those because I had, I had some uh, flashlights that needed some batteries recently. All right, so I'm gonna open up some other drawers. Wow, okay, let's count these. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I have fourteen vases. Vases, vases, however you want to pronounce it. So I have plenty of those. I have two. <laughs> I have, all right, well, let's just say I have a lot of uh, dishes sets, a lot of dish sets. Oh, here we go. What's this? I have a, well, this one's getting kind of tarnished, but it says, Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, and it's a um, 
Um, flask. That's kind of neat. I have multiple flasks. Wow. All right. Pretty neat. Let's go. Uh, let's go check out the old lazy Susan, shall we? See if there's anything interesting in here. Oh, I do have a crock pot. Yes. I'll tell you what. The best thing to put in a crock pot is some ring bologna, some cut up russet potatoes, and then some sauerkraut and probably a little butter. Oh, that is good stuff there. Okay, I also see above my cabinets that I have a bunch of pictures of wine. There's even a, a picture that says, when in doubt, add more wine. That's pretty neat. Um, I have a clock that doesn't work, but it looks pretty. I might see if I can put some batteries in that. Something tells me that I can't even put batteries in it, but that's okay. Oh, I got an idea. Let's go to the second bedroom and see what we have in here. All right, second bedroom. This is fun. Second bedroom, this is fun. Here's what I have in the second bedroom. Oh, I have games. Second bedroom closet. <gasps> Cards Against Humanity. That's a great game. I'm going to pull some of these out. Let's take a peek. All right. Uno. I do have Uno. I have, I have playing cards with my niece Jillian's picture on it. You heard her, I think, in episode seven when I interviewed her. Oh, let's see here. What's this game? Hearing Things. Oh, I have a game called Hearing Things. I don't know what that is. I don't think I've ever played it. I have a game, Trivial Pursuit, the original. I have Scrabble and Sorry. I have an unopened G.I. Joe Monopoly game. Unopened. That thing is priceless. G.I. Joe. It's like Cobra versus G.I. Joe shit right there. Clue, Twister, and Wheel of Fortune. All right. Anybody that wants to come over and play games, I'm your guy. I got them. And I do want to play all those. All right, Murphy, out of the window. Go. Time to leave the room. Go, go, go. Go, go. Go, go. All right. I also want to maybe give you a count of how many throw pillows I have because I have a lot of throw pillows in this house. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six throw pillows there. Seven, eight, nine there. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. So far, I got 17 just in one closet. All right, Murphy, out. Go. Go. Out. 17. So that's what I have so far. Let's, um, let's count these. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 23. I have 23 throw pillows in my house. So I'll tell you what. Not that I'm a huge believer in throw pillows, and granted, some have been eaten by Murphy, but if anybody wants some throw pillows, I know a guy. <laughs> I do know a guy. Oh, gosh. Oh, man, this is fun stuff. Let's see what else I got here. 
Oh, oh I got an idea. Let's go through Murphy's little, uh, little coffee table slash storage area because there's a lot of fun stuff in here. So my microphone down. Murphy, what do we got in here? Okay, here's another pair of gloves that you chewed up and I had to use them as Murphy grooming gloves so I don't get bitten because you do not like to get groomed. You don't like to get groomed by this. Uh, I have my new Slayer leash that I bought her, but I'll tell you what, if anybody has a dog that's probably around four to seven pounds, I have a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't fit Murphy like this uh, clothes. She like, my dog loves to be a nudie. She wants to be a nudie. She doesn't like anything on her body. So there's a whole bunch of clothes in here that she just does not want to wear. So feel free to hit me up, ampedmobiledjservice at gmail.com, and let me know if you want some little dog clothes, because i got a lot. Yeah, just a bunch of stuff in there. A bunch of random clothes that she cannot fit into, nor does she want to wear anymore. Oh, let's see. Oh, here's some drawers in the entertainment system. Haven't looked at these in a while. Oh, snowboard videos. I got the miserable champion, the Sean Palmer story. That's good stuff. All right, I found a lot of my old DVDs for snowboarding. So that's good. Yeah. Ah, the hazy shade of winter. A DSC metaphor production. Yeah. Local, local good snowboard talent. Tyrell Basin, good stuff. All right, well, folks, I mean, I got a lot of other stuff I can walk through, but I don't think you need to know how many bath towels I have because I have an abundance of bath towels. Plenty abundance of bath towels. Got a lot of stuff. So, anyways, I, I, hope, you, I hope you had as much fun as I did in this episode because it was really, really fun. I, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, let's see. So anyways, let's, uh, let's round this up and let's, uh, let's close this little podcast out. I chose a really fun song, which I'm going to try to cue up here. I chose a really fun song for the closer. Uh, my buddy Dan Androshko threw up on Facebook today, uh, post that was bragging about it's social d day and uh i kind of got in the groove to listen to some social distortion so i'll tell you what we're going to close out with a social distortion song um on my nerves this song is off of their uh 1988 album prison bound so thank you dan Androshko, for throwing that up on facebook today um, until next time, you know how this goes, folks. I have no idea what I'm going to do an episode about, but I'll tell you what, it's going to be good. And if you want something fun to listen to, listen to Social Distortion today. Per Dan. All right, I'm out. I'm going to
Oh, my God. 